Hello, and welcome to another edition of Today's Nutrition, where we look at what is new in research, what's hot in the news, or any topic that can affect our health, vitality, and longevity. Today's topic is dementia's favorite food, where we tackle another feared disease and one that is growing at epidemic rate. Alzheimer's disease and other forms of dementia, even plain old cognitive decline as we age, those all too dreaded common senior moments, that's what we're going to talk about. I have a webinar on my website if you want to know more, but today we're going to just focus on diet, what we should eat, and what we should avoid to help you stay as mentally sharp as can be. Some think that memory loss is just something we have to accept as we get older, but research is suggesting that it's negotiable. It's possible to stay sharp as we age. In fact, according to the latest research, it really is negotiable. Research is pouring in on the dramatic effect lifestyle choices can make. Things like exercise, stress management, sleep, brain exercise, toxin avoidance, and these toxins are really being called dementogens. And of course, there is the targeted use of supplements. I go into depth in that on my webinar, but today I'm going to give you the cliff notes on dietary strategies proven to help keep you staying cognitively sharp until you're 100, maybe beyond. Heck, why not? If you can be youthful, fit, healthy, mentally sharp, why not? And let's see how. So you know that dementia of all sorts is on the rise. We need to know why. In fact, they say by the year 2060, just like not too many years from now, the rate is expected to double. And did you know that in 1983, my 40-year-old was just a little one. It was rare then. Neurologists hardly knew about it. And now it is one of the leading causes of death. And it certainly isn't because we just have better testing. It is increasing wildly. Most importantly, there is no meaningful treatment at all. Drug therapy is very disappointed, giving no hope, no reversal, no effective treatment. That is for drugs and medical therapy. You know my joke, I want to live to be 100, know I'm there and glad I'm there? Well, this is how I intend to do it, because in this day and age, aging healthfully isn't going to happen by accident. There are things we have to know, things we have to do. In this environment especially, you know, you're potentially exposed to a lot of stress, more comfort food, and yeah, now even viruses that are linked to cognitive decline. We know the post-COVID brain fog is really a thing. We have to address the inflammation and that ongoing oxidative stress that persists long after the active virus is gone. You talk to many recovering COVID patients, and they're going to tell you it's real. So what do we do? People come into the shop all the time, or as my clients, they're looking for a magic pill. Unfortunately, I have to tell you, there is no one magic pill. The good news is that according to tons of new research, there's a lot we can do to prevent and maybe even reverse this disease through natural means of diet and lifestyle. Even if 
Cognitive decline is genetic, even if you think it runs in the family. You know, I really think we've given the wrong impression to the public about the power of genetics. Makes you feel you're doomed, fatist. But the truth is that is false. With cancer, we think it's less than 5 to 10% genetic, and even then, the genes have to be activated. And with Alzheimer's disease, yeah, there is the APOE4 variant that increases your risk, but not assured. A large percentage of people with double APO4 variants have no sign of dementia. Like we say, genetics load the gun, But what you do every day pulls the trigger. There was this fascinating study published in the March 27, 2018 issue of Neurology that suggests an important point you have to consider. The study showed dramatic effects on insulin resistance in Alzheimer's disease, whether you've got the APOE4 variant, double or single. It's that insulin resistance, the devil in the biology of today's metabolism. Insulin resistance is at the core of metabolic syndrome, syndrome X, cardiometabolic syndrome, whatever you want to call it, linked to diabetes, hypertension, cholesterol, heart disease, PCOS, gallbladder disease, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, gout, many forms of cancer, yes, and even dementia. It's what I call the alphabet of whack-a-mole diseases. You start with one, and that old mole head keeps popping up over and over, faster and faster, till you stop playing the game. And so I say, let's stop playing the game. Stop the insulin resistance. So what's at the core? Get out a pencil, write this down. If you want to protect your memory, you need to avoid insulin resistance. You know it, sugar and anything sweet drives insulin to rise. Sugar, processed foods, flour has a huge impact. So your bread, your pasta, your bagels, your crackers, your pizza crust, anything sweet, even bananas. You know, you combine all these sugars with a sedentary lifestyle where you sit a lot and you are setting yourself self up for insulin resistance. Sitting really is the new smoking. But I'm here to show you there is hope. Biologically, when you eat sugar, it breaks down into glucose and fructose, fruit sugar, fructose, when it's digested and absorbed. We're finding that it's that fructose part of sugar that is the really nasty demon in itself. It's what drives the metabolism off course and fast. But diet is the most powerful medicine. So much research is pointing to this. It is amazing. According to some research studies by Drs. Dean and Ashea Serzai and a really large respected university study, diet and lifestyle can be up to 95% effective at reversing cognitive decline. The Four Winds clinical trial found 84% of Alzheimer's patients improved. Even the National Institute on Aging says diet has a huge part. 
You know, in fact, in one of my classes, when I was finishing up my doctorate in clinical nutrition, it was in neurology. We were studying the early research of Dr. Dale Bredesen. He's the one that wrote the book, The End of Alzheimer's, and now his latest book, The First Survivors of Alzheimer's, in their own words. You know, this was probably 10 years ago, How the Patients Recovered Life and Hope. You know, it's a book loaded with the personal stories. You can even see them on YouTube. You know, they were diagnosed and what they did to recover. Listen, survivors of Alzheimer's, like cancer survivors, these are the first survivors of Alzheimer's. How how does that sound? I mean, to me, that's almost breathtaking. So much research and hope going on today. It's not just me. It's not just nutrition doctors who are giving people hope with research to back it. It's the most respected leaders of the day, like doctors who leave Cleveland Clinic's integrative department. It's Dr. David Perlmutter, America's favorite neurologist, one of my favorites. I had him speak at my group of holistic dietitians when I was chair. You know, his passion is teaching people how to prevent and reverse neurological problems. Written a lot of books, The Grain Brain, Brainwash. Um, Now he's got the one drop acid about uric acid and insulin resistance. You know, written to empower people to take control of their health and body. You know, they teach the same insulin resistance and gluten-free diet that I do. Other great leaders in the field, Dr. Mark Hyman, Dr. Sarah Grotfried, who, like me, had to discover the power of diet and lifestyle personally to overcome personal conditions. You know, these cutting-edge researchers, thought leaders have found it to be true. Whole, real food is the key, and sugar and excess carbs are at the core of where our chronic diseases begin. So regardless of how commercials try to mislead you or impress on you, there is no hope for drug therapy for Alzheimer's disease or any form of dementia. But there is hope. With choices you make every day, you can drastically, dramatically affect how you age. And that's what I call empowering. Latest research on healthy brain aging? Okay, so at the latest conference and research, I thought you might enjoy reading these, hearing these titles. Uh, it was the Alzheimer's Association, the International Conference. It underscores the powerful information. Titles include the first one Modified Mediterranean Ketogenic Diet May Reduce Cognitive Decline. Same one I always talk about. Another one High Sugar Intake May Increase the Risk for Alzheimer's Disease. You know, stick with me, and I'm going to give you the cutting-edge research and what works. You know, while drugs have proven to be disappointment, a healthy diet and lifestyle is getting rave reviews. Who knew? We did. (laughs) Okay, that's right. Even the conservative National Institute of Aging states that even though we age, there are many factors within our control that contribute to memory retention, including a healthy diet. You want to know more? Go to my website where I've got uh, my webinar, debford.com. So what exactly should we avoid? Well, you know, you go to the conservative WebMD, and they even state the worst foods are margarine and frosting. You know, you got the trans fats and the sugars that increase cognitive decline. Second thing, super sweet drinks, especially if they have that high fructose corn syrup, they actually cause certain parts of your brain to shrink. Third thing, 
diet sodas and drinks with artificial sweeteners. Research finds that one diet soda a day, nearly three times the risk for a stroke or dementia. Number four, French fries, other fried foods. You know, fried processed foods, they score worse on tests that measure thinking skills. Donuts, you got the trans fats and the sugar, double bad combo. White, number six, white bread and white rice. There again, you've got refined carbs that increase the risk for Alzheimer's. And seventh, you've got bottled dressings, marinades, syrups. Read the labels. There is a strong correlation between the high fructose, corn syrup, and cognitive decline. So WebMD says to avoid it. Okay. Why don't we hear more about this? There are recommendations for diet, and I don't know why conventional doctors aren't suggesting this. In fact, my mother was in the local hospital lately recovering from COVID. They had her on a low-fat, low-sodium white bread diet that they labeled as heart-healthy. I tell you, I am embarrassed to be part of the Dietetic Association that still recommends this outdated bad science. But there are two diets that shine. They've merged, and they are the Mediterranean diet and the DASH diet, dietary approaches to stop hypertension. Nobody's heard of the DASH diet. It's been around since I was doing my internship, you know, and together they've merged and being they're being called the MIND diet, the diet intervention for neurodegenerative delay. Love it, okay? Designed to prevent and slow brain decline, some studies showed that it lowers the risk of Alzheimer's by 53% for those that follow it closely and 35 for those that follow it more, more loosely. So the MIND diet, 10 groups, green leafies, other vegetables, nuts, berries, beans, whole grains, fish, poultry, olive oil, and wine. Now, I got to chuckle at a diet that has wine as a whole food group, okay? So the diet recommendations, lots of colorful fruits and vegetables and a few whole grains, no sugar. What researchers find is really interesting is people who adhere to the Mediterranean diet are associated with larger amounts of gray matter in the hippocampus. That's the memory center where better memory, less amyloid, less tau protein. And comparison, those who didn't follow it, it's interesting. And you know what's really good? Even after they corrected for APOE4 status, the gene associated to risk, benefits were there. So what do you think of when you think of the Mediterranean diet? Hopefully not bread and pasta. Those are refined flours. Those are not what we talk about when we're talking whole grains. They're almost equal to sugar. You got to be cautious. A lot of research recommends a lower-carb diet with an extended overnight fast to enhance memory. A few weeks ago, I did a show on intermittent fasting. You might want to go back and listen to it. It's easier to think what you can eat and shop the perimeter of the grocery than to try to read ingredient labels on processed packaged foods. It's going to be frustrating and overwhelming. But if you simply shop the perimeter, produce, fresh food section, you are golden. So there's one supplement I do want to tell you about, and that has a lot to do with recovering from insulin resistance. A lot of similarities to the drug metformin, metformin used to increase insulin sensitivity. But metformin, you know, even though it lowers glucose production in the liver, berberine does that too, but without the nausea, diarrhea, and B12 depletion. 
berberine is a plant compound with a lot of health benefits, lowering blood sugar, helping with weight loss, improve heart health. It's also anti-inflammatory, antimicrobial, effective against diarrhea, parasites, candida, and even some some bacteria-resistant bugs. It also uh, decreases insulin resistance, uh, slows the digestion of carbohydrates, and increases the beneficial bacteria in the gut. It's been used in Ayurvedic and traditional Chinese medicine for 2,500 years and research published in two peer-reviewed studies in both Metabolism and the Journal of Clinical Endocrinology. Love it. So again, you know, a lot of things that we can do for our health, vitality, and longevity. This program is for education only. If you have any medications you need to discuss with your doctor, highly encourage that you start making healthy diet and lifestyle choices. But if you need help, let me know. That's what I do. Thanks for listening. And I hope you learned something that will help you or someone you love. As always, you can listen to this or other shows on my website, debford.com, or any place you listen to podcasts.